Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whatever it is on this amazing day. I hope you're having a super fantastic day. This is Robert Bolden, Transformed, and this is Coffee in Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily process that has literally transformed my life over the last several years. And it is totally spontaneous, nothing rehearsed. So I'm going to go through and access different resources, and I'm going to speak whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking into me. So you're going to get it firsthand, exactly. And the reason, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining. The reason I do this is, you know, uh, I believe we are called to go and make disciples, share the good news of Jesus Christ out there, and this is a way for me to share, and if it reaches one person, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. All right, let's just jump right in here with the verse of the day, and every everybody that's returning, thank you so much. So the verse of the day is 2 Corinthians 9, 6. And that is, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Exactly what I was talking about. You know, a lot of times people who, I guess, call themselves Christians, and I'm not judging here, I'm just going from actual observations that I've had. You can't be worried about what other people are going to think. You don't want to put it in people's face either. You just want to be, you want to be Jesus in the world. Be the light. Smile. Engage. You don't have to tell people to follow Jesus, but you have to get out there and be like Jesus. You have to sow seeds. That means get out of your house, interact with people. And sowing seeds to me is just... It's simple little gestures of kindness, gentleness, compassion, speaking out against injustice. There's all kinds of ways that you can show Jesus to people. So what I love about this verse is if you're not reaping, so if you're not filled with this joy. Oh, by the way, I'm recording from Pod's Cafe live over here on Haywood Road in Asheville, North Carolina. If you're ever in this area, if you plan to be here on a Thursday, let me know. We can get you in, can get you in on a podcast. That would be wonderful. Anyway, that's the thing. So I always look at a verse like this and I say, hmm, I have to look at my own life. So I'm living a life full of joy that I must be sowing generously. If I'm not living a joyful life, then there's a chance I need to look back at myself and say, hmm, am I not sowing generously? Am I sowing sparingly? Am I embarrassed about my faith in Jesus? Am I not letting Jesus lead me in the way that I'm called to do? Because I mean, we owe everything. What a gift. We owe everything to, to the God who sent his son for us, right? So it's just beautiful. 
to live that. Do not live in full of joy every day. And here's a little hint. Here's a little tip on how you can get to that joy every day space. All right, let's go into the devotion of today. Son versus servant. Okay, son versus servant. This will be interesting. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. So there, right off the bat, if you have received this, and if you haven't, it's okay. You still can. That's the beauty of it. You can. It's available to you right now today. But if you have, then, and you have fear when you haven't fully accepted him into your heart, I would say. If you still have fear, then you still have something to surrender. Let's see what this says. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And that's Romans 8, 15 and 16. We are sons and daughters of God, but we often choose to work as slaves to our earthly employers. It is a far greater joy to work as a son as an heir, but we end up being enslaved to our earthly masters. Why is that? I tell you, I've been there. Maybe you're there now. Oh my goodness, slave to the job. Gotta make the money. That is not where it is all about. The answer lies in what Tim Keller, the founder, owning pastor of New York's Redeemer Presbyterian Church, calls functional justification. As Christians, we believe that we are justified before God by the finished work of Christ on the cross. But when it comes to our daily work life, we behave as if we are justified by God. Yes, again, that is what the world teaches you. So if you're in that space, it's okay. That is just what the world teaches But no, I mean, I was under that spell for most of my life. Corporate world, making all the money, not happy, not joyful at all. So that's what this is talking about. And I've, I've been around people who say they follow Jesus and are Christians, but they are exactly trapped here. This functional justification. And you know what? Journaling is so cool. I never ever journaled at any time in my life. And now my journaling just has picked up. And what really works for me, and may work for you, is then to go back and review it each month and take away the nuggets each month. That way you don't get into this thread at friends who said, man, I've got 15 journals and they're all over the place. Well, of course, you're not, you got to do something with the information. Yes, there is a benefit to uh, writing down while you're learning things and getting information. There's a benefit there, but there's even a benefit, a greater benefit, I think, to reflecting on those journal entries and later being able to glean the little nuggets that you get. 
Okay, so functional justification is so our work becomes our identity. So that's it. There are definitely most of my life my work is my identity. People would ask about that. That's the first question you get to me, right? What do you do? Well, I'm, I work for Quaker Oats Company, so I work for a I own a wine So, depending on how you're inclined to answer that question, it's going to tell you a lot about you. It's going to tell you a little bit about what your identity is. What do you do? I follow Jesus. <laughs> Just try that next time. If you are a true follower of Jesus, I mean, that is what you do. That is your purpose. It's all of our purpose. To follow Jesus and become his disciples. That's it. That's our purpose. So that's our identity as we are children of God, right? That's who we are. No one can take that away from us. They can take away your job, your business, your occupation. They can't take that away from in our everyday work life, we end up seeking our justification from what we do and not what he has done. When we do that, we become enslaved to our work because we have made it our own. But we don't lose our sonship. We simply stop behaving like a son and start working like a servant. So good. So the note. Am I behaving like a son or acting like a servant? It's a great question. What about you? Are you behaving like a son or daughter or are you acting like a servant? That is the question to answer. And you have to be honest with yourself. You really do. No one's going to tap you. Well, God will tap you. You really be honest there. I see what you do. And that's the big thing. God sees what we do. He sees. So I can even fool myself. And say, oh, yeah, I'm acting like a son. Yeah. Oh, but I got to go do this for him, for her. Oh, one of my best friends in the world. He needs to see this. Gilbert. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. I'm going to copy and paste this. Send it to my son Gilbert, so my brother Gilbert. So he's going through the situation. I haven't updated me lately. That is right in line with this. This morning. All right, there we go. This is how it works. This is how the Holy Spirit works. You'll get a prompting like that, and the key is you just act on it. Act on the spirit. Don't overthink it. I think in our culture, we tend to overanalyze everything. We, I got a Holy Spirit download recently about 
just the whole world of psychology, psychiatric stuff. That's all coming from the internet. It's again saying that we can figure it out. Or we put labels and we give people drugs do all this stuff. Jesus is the answer. Those fields were created by people. They didn't have God in their lives and they're created for a lost world. A world that is seeking something in all the wrong places. So that's why <laughs> a good reason for this podcast, right? Okay, here we go. Let's continue. We're on a high after a great day at work, but we are utterly depressed and we have a bad day in the office. Almost all of our prayers are about succeeding in our work and avoiding failure. We are elated when our God, when our good work is recognized and miserable when it is not. All these are signs that we have made our work identity, that we are attaching great significance to it. Our work becomes our functional justification. In our everyday work life, we end up seeking our justification from what we do and not what he has done. When we do that, we become enslaved to our work because we have made it our God. But we don't lose our sonship. We simply start behaving like a son and start working like a servant. The servant works because he has to earn his living. He has to prove himself, and he has no choice. To a servant, work is a dull grind. A son, on the other hand, is just one motive. He works to extend his father's kingdom. We can make the transition in our behavior from servant to son if we dwell in the gospel. In the finished work, the only perfect son who came to serve and not to be served. The son became a servant so that we are, who are enslaved can be freed and adopted into sonship. Father God, help me to work with joy. Remember I talked about joy earlier. See, this is how this works. If you're filled with joy, you're sowing generously. Help me to work with joy. So there you go. You've got to sow generously. As a son, keen to extend his father's kingdom, and not as a servant who is merely doing his duty. Amen. That is so good. So, is there any wisdom in there for you? I mean, for me, it's another reminder of where I came from and where I don't want to go back to. And it is an affirmation that I'm on the right path. You know, like Transform, we're cre creating a community of people who are for each other, don't judge each other, or in harmony with each other. And it's where people can experience that joy, experience community, people that are pursuing a life led by Jesus led by the Holy Spirit, all of those things, and we, we, we get strength from one another in that, because we can look to our left and to our right, and we've got people that are on the same journey, and it's powerful, but we don't just sit and talk amongst ourselves, we go and make disciples, we go out into the world. That's why I do broadcasts at a coffee shop. I'll reach somebody at a coffee shop one day. And I'm not reaching them. God is already working. But somebody may see me and go, What are you doing? I want to do a podcast. And, da -da 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 -da. 
That's all. People, I think, because I've been in this boat, right? You hear evangelism. What is it? It isn't standing out in the street corner yelling scripture. No, it's not evangelism. I don't think. It's, it's going out and being Jesus for the world to see. And the Holy Spirit will guide the words that you use. It's going to be different in every situation. There's no prescribed way to do it. It is truly, if you're Holy Spirit led, you rely on the Spirit to lead you. 100%. All right. Isn't that good? Okay, so Romans 8. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Our Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. That's it. So, you know, there, that's one thing that came to me the other day. You see it, even if you just see somebody that's having a hard time, just tell them God loves them. You can't go wrong with that one. God loves you. Mimi, God loves you. I just know that. God does love you. Cannot go wrong. That's the easiest way to approach anybody that's complaining about something, I think, is, you know, the answer to every question, the celebration to every great circumstance, the way out of any horrible circumstances. Jesus, he is the way, the truth, and the life. That is, that is true. Boy, I could go down a whole nother rabbit hole, but I won't. We're about out of time today on the podcast. But if you are hearing this and you are not part of our challenge, we have got a hope to purpose challenge going on right now. Tomorrow is going to be day three. We're doing physical body. Uh, check the show notes. We'll have a link that you can register for the Zoom calls. So do that. We'd love to see you. We'd love to help you fine-tune your purpose, your vision, and give you hope. Because after all, this world is a, is a dark place. And those of us who are following Jesus are in this world, but we're not of this world. And you too can become in this world, but not of this world. And there's so much beauty, joy in, in living that way and serving your true purpose. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been Robert Colgan by Transform Coffee and Christ. Every Thursday, I'll drop another episode of the podcast. Um, subscribe, like, share it with your friends. Reach out to me. I'd love to have a conversation. We are all about connecting. We're doing something called Serve Calls now within the community. We can just jump on a call, and we literally are there to serve you with whatever resources we have. 
whatever connections we have with no catch. We just we just want to serve. So have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you next time on coffee and brush.